Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I'm Laurie Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center. I recently came, uh, came across um, a Harvard-based study uh, called The Spread of Obesity in a Large social, social Network Over 32 Years. That was the title. It was published you know, a decade or so ago in the New England Journal of Medicine, which I'm sure everybody's heard of. Anyway, this was the first time uh, that the journal published a study of how social networks our circle of colleagues, friends, family, etc., affect our health, and more specifically, how social networks play a very powerful role in determining and you know an individual's chances of gaining weight. This is a 32-year what's called a longitudinal uh, Harvard study, which means that the data uh, was gathered for the same people, the same subjects, repeatedly over a period of 32 years. Uh, and it found that in some ways, obesity is like a communicable disease, you know, spreading from person to person, like a domino effect, especially friends and family. Uh, the effect varied depending upon the relationship. And I just want to mention, I mean, it was a very long study and a lot of it was, you know, uh, made your eyeballs glaze over. But I want to mention two points uh, made. Number one was that when a spouse became obese, a person's risk of also becoming obese rose 37%, while an obese sibling increased the risk by 40%. And number two, friends, okay, which is the main purpose of my, of my, uh, of my podcast today, had the biggest impact of all. An obese friend upped a person's chances of becoming obese by 57%. And when a, you know, when a BFF became obese... The risk rose to an astounding 171%. I mean, think about that. And you don't have to be a Harvard researcher to know uh, that the obesity epidemic has gotten way, way worse over the last uh, decade or so since that study was done, which means no doubt uh, the percentages quoted there uh, were li- have likely increased significantly. You know, another study um, that was done just a couple of years after that one uh, was, uh, was done by uh, researchers at the University of Buffalo. They found that fat kids consume significantly more calories when they, you know, when they chow down with friends who are also overweight than when they eat with, with, with friends who are slim. So let's face it. We know that one social circle is a very strong influence on each other's habits and behaviors, health or otherwise. I mean, as adults and parents, we know. I mean that if, you know if our kids fall into the into the crowd who smokes and drinks or does drugs, uh, you know we're not happy about it because we, we we know when our kids are more likely to take up those behaviors or be inclined to do so, which is why, um, you know, we stay finely tuned into who we stay finely tuned into who they do become friends with and who they do hang out with. I mean, similarly, you know that if you have a gym buddy, it increases your chances of sticking to your own workouts. You know that having a running partner keeps you accountable even when you don't feel like, you know, getting up at the crack of dawn in the rain and tying up your sneaker laces. If your friends are going to a bar after work or not hitting the tennis courts in their free time, you're likely to fall in with them rather than, uh, you know, striking out on your own and heading over to the gym. So the domino effect data is is harsh, but it you know it makes sense. You 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 know we live, we laugh, and we love together. So surely you eat and exercise or not together too. So the fact is, your best friend really could be your worst enemy. Now this is not an out. It's not you know to rationalize your overweight or your obesity. It is, though, a matter of recognizing the role and influence that your friends play 
in your health and in your habits. Number one, you are more likely to forget about healthy eating goals when you're in the company of overweight or obese friends. Number two, you are more inclined to eat larger portions of food and to choose more unhealthy options when you're with overweight friends. And let me add that it's it, it's also a matter of recognizing the role and influence your, your obesity plays in the health and habits of your kids. I mean, sometimes being their best friend isn't. Although obesity, you know, can't actually spread like an infectious disease, contact with other obese people does influence the likelihood of becoming overweight or obese yourself. This is because not only do friends spend a lot of time together and more often than not eat similar foods and engage in the same physical activities, but also because what you consider to be a normal and appropriate body size for yourself is, is very often based on the weight of people around you that you see all the time. In other words, as those in your circle gain weight or become more overweight or obese, they come to think that, you know, it's okay to be bigger since those around them are bigger. This rising tide of what I like to call, you know, fat blindness uh, changes your perception of what's a normal weight in general, but specifically in a circle of friends and family. And this is also why, by the way, so many parents refuse to see that their overweight kids are in fact overweight. It's easy to eat dessert when there are four forks and everyone is gorging and exclaiming how delicious it all is. It is hard to be the one person making a healthy change in a group of heavy people who like to eat and who also don't like to exercise. However, as uh, listen, as Mahatma Gandhi said, you know, you must be the change that you want to see in the world. Well, ultimately, you have to feel confident about saying no. When you, in doing that, you know, perhaps you can be a role model. Perhaps you can influence your friends to make the same healthy choices as you next time. Or at the very least, you can give your friends a strong message, you know, not to wave cookies in your face or to pressure you to be one of the four fork holders, you know, sharing a dessert the next time you all get together. And, and be forewarned, if you want to lose weight, too often overweight friends are not only not going to want to make changes themselves, but they also won't support your attempts to change yourself either. They're enablers, saboteurs, food pushers, whatever you want to call them. So therefore, whether inside your circle or out, you you need to find even just one person who wants to do what you're doing so your own journey won't be so isolating. And listen, I by no means am suggesting that anyone should sever their relationships with friends who uh, have either gained weight or have always been overweight or obese, nor am I suggesting that anyone ever stigmatize obese or overweight people. All close friendships have many positive effects on our lives. I am suggesting, however, that you also form relationships with people who have healthier habits and lifestyles, those who can inspire you, who can encourage and motivate you, who you can look to as a mentor uh, when it comes to getting and staying healthy. I mean, after all, it's not only obesity that is socially contagious, but slimness is as well. And that is my fat chat for this week. Please visit laurieboxer.com to read my blogs, to listen to other podcasts, to get information about my programs and fees, uh, to find answers to frequently asked questions, to read testimonials, and please follow me on the various social media networks. So until next week, remember, 
Nothing tastes as good as being slim feels 